Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Worldhopper's Guide to the Cosmere. I'm your host, Arian, and it's entirely possible that this might be your first introduction to this show. Or it might not be, I don't know what your life is like, but anyway. Regardless of whether you're a Sanderson veteran looking for ways to hook your friends, or you're totally new to the Cosmere entirely, this episode is basically going to break down my preferred reading order, and the fact that there really isn't a wrong reading order for this wonderful series of books, as of yet at least. So. With that said, let's jump right into it. We're going to go over some summaries of some of the books and uh, just a general gist. It's going to be a quick one. Let's go. Alright there, newbie. Chances are good you arrived at Sanderson from a few different places. Whether you're a Wheel of Time fan looking to pick up his original work, or you read the Stormlight Archive, or you were introduced via Mistborn, or Elantris, or Warbreaker, it's possible that you're just now being introduced to the notion of the Cosmere. The Cosmere, effectively, is the single galaxy in which all of Brandon Sanderson's original epic fantasy works take place, sharing an underlying history and theory of magic. The good thing is that you don't really need to know about all of this. Uh, all of the Cosmere series so far are written so they can stand alone, uh, with the experience only being enhanced by knowing the other books. So. If you started with something with Stormlight and are wondering if you missed something, the answer is yes and no. No, because your reading experience was unique and complete in itself, and yes, because there are a ton of easter eggs and hints and like world lore buried within the stories. So the good news is that this gives you tons of reread material, so something to look forward to. Now, for someone who is unsure of Sanderson or doesn't want to jump into the 200,000 word monstrosities that are most of his books, uh, a great starting place right now. The Emperor's Soul. It's a quick little novella, great place to start if this is just what you're looking for. Uh, it's a relatively short but powerful read that tells an interesting story, showcases how his magic systems tend to work, and even introduces the basics of realmatic theory to its readers. If you don't know what that is, don't worry about it, just read the story, it's great. For someone who trusts either Brandon Sanderson or you as the recommender with their life essentially, or who has heard nothing but fabulous praise for the Stormlight Archive, possibly from me because I love those books, uh, it's okay to start there as well. These are, they're, they're fantastic books to start with, they are the best he's ever written. But they do somewhat require trust in the author. The first book is notoriously kind of difficult to get into unless you know for a fact that the payoff is going to be worth kind of the build-up. So, if you're willing to do that, uh, trust me, The Way of Kings will give you everything you want out of a fantasy book, but you just gotta stick with it. I, I also think, uh, you know, those books do, that you gain a little bit more when you read them with kind of the Cosmere knowledge in your head, but you're probably going to reread them anyway, so it's not that big a deal. They're great. Now with that said, let's jump into what I think are the best starting places for the Cosmere for your average fantasy reader. You know, you're familiar enough with the genre. You've read a little bit of the epic fantasy, you've read your George R. R. Martin maybe, your, your Patrick Rothfuss, your Terry Pratchett, whatever it is. Uh... Thankfully, there are three such places to start with in the Cosmere, all of them equally viable entry points. These are the books Elantris, Mistborn, and Warbreaker. All of these stories stand alone. Even the first uh, Mistborn book in the trilogy kind of tells a full story for itself, if you find yourself worrying about getting into a trilogy. Which book you want to start with depends entirely on which world interests you the most. I'll give you a rundown of each book for the new reader, at which point you can pick for yourself. Uh, you can read these three in any order, and they all serve as a groundwork for our current Cosmere knowledge. So, 
Starting off, Elantris. Uh, this is Sanderson's earliest kind of first work. Uh, people say it's not as good as the rest. I like it, but it depends on what you are looking for in the story. So the basic gist of Elantris is, uh, for centuries, a magical process turned individuals in the nation of Aerolon into Elantrians, glowing, powerful, magically gifted people capable of wielding immense power. They moved to the city of Elantris and were worshipped as gods who would live for all of eternity. Well, according to the back cover blurb, eternity ended ten years ago. The magic of Elantris failed for an unknown reason, turning the blessed individuals into cursed zombie-like beings and turning the city of Elantris into a quarantine zone. So the story of Elantris follows three characters. Prince Raiden of Aerolon, who awakens one morning to find himself cursed to be an Elantrian, and who must find a way to survive once they throw him in the city of the damned. The other is Princess Serene, a woman from across the sea, betrothed to Raiden but now left alone in Aerolon, who must find her place in an unstable nation as tensions are rising. And finally, Hrothen, a religious leader from the rival Fjordal Empire, who hopes to convert the people of Aerolon to his religion before the rest of his country conquers the land and deems them heretics. So, start with Elantris if you want a relatively optimistic story focused on politics and religious interactions with a smattering of mystery. Some people in the Sanderson community will tell you it's not as good as his other works, which I disagree with as I mentioned, but it just goes to show you that if Elantris is the floor, most of Sanderson's catalog is excellent. Next up is the Mistborn Trilogy. Now, let me pitch that one to you. Um, basically, a thousand years ago, a hero known as the Hero of Ages went on a prophesied quest to defeat a mysterious enemy known only as the Deepness. As it turned out, he failed. And a being known as the Lord Ruler won. Today, in a brutal world known as the Final Empire, where the Lord Ruler still reigns, a young thief named Vin discovers that she has the magical powers of a Mistborn gaining the ability to soar from rooftops, influence emotions, and enhance her own strength. Anne joins an older Mistborn named Kelsier, who plans to pull off the most daring heist of all time, rob the Lord Ruler, bribe away his armies, and incite a revolution. Can they pull it off, or will the Lord Ruler destroy them once and for all? So, start with Mistborn if you want an action-packed revolution-slash-heist story with an intricate and visceral magic system in a dark world filled with grey morality. It's not grimdark quite, but it's a story of mostly good people fighting an unjust world. The trilogy then takes the story in a new, fascinating direction, but you can get plenty of bang for your buck if you just start with the first book called Mistborn the Final Empire. If you really like the Mistborn world and want to see it evolve into something more like a western, you're safe to jump forward to Mistborn Era 2, which starts with a book called The Alloy of Law. Now, the third great starting place is uh, Warbreaker, another standalone like Elantris. Now, in this story, Princess Vivenna of Idris has been raised to serve one purpose. Travel to the neighboring country of Halandrin and marry their god-king, an immensely powerful magic user capable of awakening, bringing life to objects by means of magic. With the people of Idris fearing war, however, her father decides to switch sisters, instead sending the young, inexperienced, rambunctious Princess Ciri instead. Meanwhile, one of the Halandrin court of gods, known as Lightsong, rejects his divinity and seeks to discover who he was in a past life. Now, this is a very kind of vague telling of this story, but it's essentially a, a colorful, romance-filled, action-light political story about sisters finding their place in the world and a war that's on the brink of breaking out. 
Again, so, yeah, romance and fun and, and trying to stop a war rather than fighting one. If you like that, you'll like Warbreaker. There's also a lot of fighting, but, you know, that's, that's less important. So once you've laid the groundwork with these worlds, you're knee-deep in the Cosmere, and you're most of the way to what the rest of us understand. Uh, if you've paid attention, you might have noticed hints of a larger story at play, especially with the name of a certain character who pops up in all three stories. But with that said, let's move forward to the second phase of the Cosmere. This holds Mistborn Era 2, as well as the Stormlight Archive and several other novellas. Now, the important thing to note here is that these books are still standalone, more or less. However, in them we're starting to see the seeds of a larger world at play, which is especially true in Stormlight. So let's jump in with the next good starting place, uh, Mistborn Era 2, also known as the Wax and Wayne books. Set roughly 300 years after the events of the first Mistborn trilogy, the world has finally hit the Industrial Revolution, introducing gunplay, railroads, and more. So this trilogy follows the lawman Waxilium Ladrian, brought in from the borderlands of the country to take the reins of his noble household. In doing so, he reconnects with the slightly off-kilter friend Wayne, and gets embroiled in a mystery to catch a series of train robbers. Over the course of this series, which currently has three books, with the fourth one called The Lost Metal coming out in 2021, Wax discovers a conspiracy that goes deeper than he might expect, begins to explore more of the world at large, and hints at some mysterious Cosmere-level goings-on that are happening around his planet. Now, once you're finished with Alloy of Law, Shadows of Self, and Bands of Mourning, the three books that are out so far in the series, you are clear to read some of the other great novellas and short stories. It's at this point that I recommend picking up the book called The Arcanum Unbounded, which is a collection of Cosmere novellas and short stories. This has brief interludes in between the stories that come from an in-world scholar who is going around these worlds and noticing things about the magic systems and societies at play. And The Arcanum Unbounded, you can read almost all of the stories except the one at the end called Edge Dancer. Save that for after you've read the second Stormlight book. If you want to pick up the Arcanum Unbounded at any other time though, including way at the beginning, you'll be safe to leaf through it. At the beginning of every story is a spoiler warning for anything that the story spoils. Now I mentioned The Emperor's Soul before, uh, this is one of the books in the Arcanum Unbounded. This is one that you'd be safe to read at any point, and might be a good entry point for new readers. As I said, it's a standalone Hugo-winning novella that takes place on the same planet as Elantris, but on an entirely different continent. This story follows Shay, a young woman capable of changing objects by rewriting their very souls, a process called soul forging. Instead of being executed for her forgery, she is called upon by the leaders of her nation to forge the soul of the Emperor after he was nearly killed in an assassination attempt. This is a story of art, beauty, and identity, and it's a great one all around. Uh, I really, really like it. Other than that, I'll throw in uh, Sixth of the Dusk and a story called Shadows for Silence in the Forest of Hell. Both of those are standalone novellas, also in the Arcanum Unbounded, that are good to read once you've kind of dipped your toe in the Cosmere and what it's about. Uh, not going to go too far into them, but, you know, they're good stuff. I, I, I wouldn't start with them. And finally, there is Mistborn's Secret History. Now, this one you should not read until after The Bands of Mourning. People will disagree about this. They will say to read it after the first Mistborn trilogy. Don't I disagree with that. Do it like the author said to do it, and uh, wait until the end of Bands of Mourning. Then pick it up. It's great. It's fantastic. If, a lot of the conceptual questions you might have about the Cosmere are answered in this story. Alrighty, so now you've got most of the Cosmere under your belt. 
you know how the realms work, you know about that one character that we talk about, and you know, and you are absolutely committed to Brandon Sanderson. Now it's time for the big leagues, so welcome to the Stormlight Archive. Okay, so technically, Stormlight is another entry point into the Cosmere. It doesn't spoil any of the other stories and can be read standalone. But if you're just getting into the Cosmere, you might not be quite willing to dip your toe into the 400,000 word behemoth that is the Way of Kings, even though I think it's Sanderson's best book ever. But hey, if you want to try it, try Stormlight. It's fantastic, just know that once you read the rest of the Cosmere, you'll be able to reread the Stormlight Archive and get a whole lot of Easter eggs and secret connections that you didn't notice the first time around. So the Stormlight Archive starts by following just a few primary characters on a world ravaged by supercharged magical hurricanes every few days. One, Dalinar Colon, a former warlord trying to be a better man after he failed to stop the assassination of his brother, the king, and is locked in a war with the strange species that ordered the kill. The second, Kaladin Stormblast, is a surgeon-turned-slave, forced to do the most dangerous task in that very war, and tries to protect his men from destruction. And three, Shalon Devar, a sheltered country girl who becomes apprenticed to the greatest scholar in the world, and who she plans to steal from. As the books progress, these individual stories begin to tie together in a war for humanity's very survival against the Cosmere's most dangerous enemy yet. As yet, there are three mainline novellas in the series. Those are The Way of Kings, Words of Radiance, and Oathbringer, with the fourth book coming out in November 2020. Edge Dancer, the novella in Arcanum Unbounded, slots in between books two and three, and there may be more novellas to come. Oh yeah, there's also a story called White Sand, which is in a uh, graphic novel, but I haven't read that one yet. Uh, if you like it, pick it up, but I, I'm, I'm not big on graphic novels, so sorry. As always, thanks for listening to this episode of the World Hopper's Guide. Uh, if you have any comments, counter-arguments, or thoughts about things I got right or wrong in this episode or in the podcast in general, uh, either shoot me an email in worldhoppersguide at gmail.com or in a comment on the Reddit thread. If you like what you heard, feel free to subscribe to the show or recommend it to your Cosmere-friendly friends, uh, especially this one, I think. There's a lot of information to go through, but, you know, it's a good place if they want to just hear pitches about the various stories. So, if you enjoy the show and would like to support it, uh, I'd really appreciate a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps to get the show seen by more people and widens our little community. So, as always, thanks to Kevin McLeod for the intro music, thanks to Brandon Sanderson for these amazing stories, and thanks to you for listening. So, see you next time.